You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 080. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 80. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Hey, baby. Hey, beautiful. How you doing? I'm doing really well. Yeah? Doing really well, yeah. You didn't call me Little Dove. Little Dove. Hello, little dove. Hi there. Is that better? Yes. Yeah. Um, so, Mr. Smith always always coming up with new cute little monikers for me. In fact, I think we suggested that on one pod. Like, yeah. Come up. Part with of your kick-ass to a, a three days to kick-ass relationship. And we might have talked about it then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just about like how fun it can be to come up with new little nicknames and like fun ways to refer to each other. So. He's been calling me a little dove lately, little and I, dove. I really like this <laughs> one. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Thank you for being here. I vomited in my mouth a little bit. What did you say? I just vomited in my mouth a little bit. Wow. You know it's bad if you gross yourselves out. It's pretty bad. But uh, welcome to the show. We're so glad to have you here. Um we are excited. It's Christmas this week. Christmas time. Yeah. It's. Yes. It's. Uh, we actually celebrated Christmas a little bit early with my family because my mom is going to be out of out of the state. So um, I kind of felt like we were done. And now I'm like, oh, yeah, we're not oh, yeah. done. With, we're not done with Christmas yet. Yeah, still not Christmas. So. Um, so if you're new to the show, welcome. Uh, just a couple of things to let you know about. Um, and also people who are. Longtime listeners, we're going to switch up a couple of formatting things. One of the things that I'm, you're really going to see, kind of from here on out, is I'm not going to do very uh, decidedly different weeks of relationship stuff and life stuff. Reason being is I really want to gear relationship stuff and tips and tools that can actually permeate any type of relationship. So I want to be really looking at. You know, being able to work through things with your siblings, with your workplace, you know, who we are in relationship with other people. So you'll start to see that being a little bit different. Um, But as always, we we love to kind of shoot the shit and hang out a little bit before we jump into our topic. But today is a really good one. Yeah. It's a really, really good one. And it's it might be the actually the the number one thing that most people come to me to work with, to, to really? work on. Yeah, one-on-one work. I don't even know what the topic is. The topic is called People Pleasers Are Fucking Liars. Oh, whoa. Whoa. Way to call it out. Whoa. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. drop. If you're new to the show, that's how we do it here. That's definitely how we do. So this is a reframe. It's a total reframe in how you look at people pleasing. Um, so we're, we're going get, to get to that in a minute, <clears> but <throat> we're going to dig into our, our very first segment, which is... Would you rather? <laughs> I love it. We got to work on it. So there's a little gear missing in there somewhere, but we, I like it a lot. We got to figure it out. Yeah, yeah we'll we get it. it. We'll get it. So, all right, Mr. Smith, what's the fir- what's the would you rather? All right, today's would you rather. 
Would you rather work for Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory or for Santa in Santa's workshop? Since it's Christmas time, I thought that might be an appropriate one. Hmm. So what are the pros and cons here? Willy Wonka, you got a lot of quirky nonsense, right? You got a lot of like crazy stuff. Well, uh, my first thought was the the sweets. And I was like, okay, so you have unlimited candy. Oh, my God. But you'd be, I'd be so fat. Yeah, you'd be Augustus Gloop. I'd be Augustus Gloop because <laughs> I have the worst sweet tooth ever. Like, I got the a pretty bad sweet worst. tooth, too. I'm about um, to pull that tooth out. <laughs> As we all are in January. Don't we all <laughs> yeah, do that? That's right. That's right. Um, but, and, but then I was thinking, I'm like, I'm sure Santa has a shit ton of food, too. Yeah, he's not a thin man. No. Yeah. He's not um, svelte at all. He wears felt, but he's not svelte. Wow. Well, I'm also <laughs> thinking... Um, it's freezing there, and That's I don't. True. I don't know if I could handle that. Willy Wonka's got a pretty like uh, the environment's pretty chilly there too, if you remember. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I, that oh. But you man. got elevators that fly anywhere you want to go. You have rivers of friggin' chocolate, and I mean, it, it seems more magical. Magical. It seems way more magical well, than I mean, even elves Santa making toys is pretty damn. I know, magical I know. Too. God, I know. Every sort of <laughs> rationale that I keep trying to come up with just doesn't work. Um, but I think ultimately I would pick Willy Wonka. Yeah, I think I would be too because Willy Wonka is pretty much year round. You could go there, you know, be there anytime. Well, yeah, that's a good argument. <clears throat> okay, okay. And then I was thinking like, you know how it feels? <laughs> you know how you were saying like, let's leave our Christmas stuff up for our little New Year's get together. And right. I'm like, no, it feels so <laughs> wrong. And I think that's how it would feel. Like it's always Christmas. It, like, no, <laughs> no, th- shut this shit down. This is not how we're supposed to be Stop right now. Stop singing Christmas is here. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'd pick Willy Wonka. Yeah. So if you didn't know this already, you can go to thejoyjunkie.com, click on the podcast, and you can actually leave us any sort of topic request that you might want to hear about on the show. But also, uh, something that we're really excited about, if you listen to us on a podcast app, particularly with iTunes or anything iOS related, you can actually just click on the podcast episode and it will like turn around, you know, like on one side you see, right, right. you know, my logo. And then on the other side, it's the podcast description. The link for this episode is actually live. So when you're in your phone or you're on your iPad or whatever, click the description and then you can see the link and you can go right to that link right on the web and let us know what you would rather cool. do. Would you rather live in Willy Wonka? Willy Wonka's world or Santa's world? Santa's factory. Yeah. Yeah. We would love to hear it. Workshop. Workshop. So let's talk about... Oh, and I have to say, it was so funny. Like last week, um, I didn't have... I had one comment, you guys. So I need you guys to come hang out with me and let's have a discussion. Let's hear like what you you guys are getting better. Um, But I want to know what, what your takeaways are, what you're learning, what, what your ahas were, what you still are struggling with. Like let's have some conversation. So be sure to click that and get, get over to the site. It's very simple. It's always the, the address is my website, thejoyjunkie.com slash whatever the episode is. So slash 80. Um, But somebody like her comment was just like, I would rather have curtains made out of arm hair. And I was like, <laughs> that's right. That was last just week. Just made me laugh so much just to see. That was the only like <laughs> part the of the only comment. Um, but why? Ugh. Why would you want that? Because the alternative is worse. That's why. No. It's the worse al- to have 
arm hair hanging down. This is. Oh, like, I thought that's the one she picked. Okay. No, no. Yeah, no, that's no, no, definitely no. the worst. Curtains made out of arm hair. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty bad. Oh, my God. Wow. Either Th- one. This show is going down here, downhill <laughs> fucking fast. Oh, my gosh. It goes downhill, and then we pick it right back up when we get into the topics. Start going uphill <laughs> that's again. That's true. And totally redeem ourselves. And totally redeem ourselves. And totally redeem yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's great. Right? Um. So let's talk about this whole people-pleasing thing. And I have to say, this is probably one of the biggest issues that I see with my clients, with my classes. And sometimes people are very acutely aware. They're like, you know what? I That is totally me. I'm always worried about what people think of me. I'm worried about um, making things hard for other people or causing anybody else pain or blah, blah, blah. And... And the cost to them is pretty, pretty substantial. Because if you haven't noticed, it doesn't work. Yeah. I have never, ever met a people pleaser. And when I say that, I mean somebody who actually sacrifices their own wants, needs, desires, their worth, their own worth for everybody else. I've never met a people pleaser who was like, yeah, I really like how this works out. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They're always in pain. So let me tell you a little background on this. About uh, two years or so ago, I was doing a project where uh, myself and my best friend were interviewing Brooke Castillo, and she's a colleague of ours, and she has this incredible quote that is, people pleasers are fucking liars. And it was the first time I had heard that reframe, and if you don't, if you don't ever follow Brooke, you should. It, it's Brooke, like <clears throat> Brooke with an E, you know, Castillo, and... You fun fact: Castillo means castle. Castillo means <laughs> whale's vagina. No, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Anchorman, come on. Oh, really? They they say Castillo. San Diego. Oh. <laughs> it's a fact. It's the greatest city in the history of mankind. <laughs> <laughs> Discovered by the Germans in 1904, they named it San Diego. Which, of course, in German means a whale's vagina. No, there's no way that's correct. Don't you remember that? <laughs> no. Wow. Oh, my gosh. All right. So, <laughs> I feel like we should start. <laughs> start over. Start over. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So, let's talk about this a little bit. Okay. So, this was presented to me from Brooke, and I, I was like, oh, my God. That is so true. Um... But here's what I think is happening most of the time, right? Like, I think, of course, we can look at how we were conditioned as a child and the messages that we received about um, catering to others or whether it was societal or whatever. You could dig into that all you want. But I think really at, at the essence, most people believe that by sacrificing self, we are magically kind of catering to everyone around us. We're making, we, we are making people happy, which is totally a fallacy because we're all in control of our own happiness. But there's, there's two huge kind of snafus at this whole people-pleasing endeavor. So the first is you end up suffering because your authenticity is stifled. And B... Did I say one and then B? I did, didn't I? Maybe. And two, <laughs> think about yourself. All all we ever really want is to be surrounded by people who are really real. 
So think about it for yourself. Would you really want to sign up for a bunch of friendships who totally sacrifice who they are, what they believe, what their thoughts are, just to tell you what you want to hear? Wow. Probably not, right? Yeah. I had a friend like that, actually, when I was in high school. And um, no matter how shitty the situation was, she always told me what I wanted to hear. And what it what it would do in the in the in the immediate interim would be you know like kind of a a relief right but it was always so short-lived because i knew i couldn't believe that and it wasn't really true and she just didn't want to tell me the hard truth you know so there's a diplomacy there as well you know right 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 you definitely don't have to be a dick about it and we've talked about that at length um but i would bet that you will probably really value the people in your life who actually call you on your shit and shoot you straight like for me i and i i kind of feel like well at least if you're the type who's hanging around this podcast (laughs) right you don't tune in because i coddle you don't tune in because uh, uh, arena right for sure and sometimes it's really hard to hear, you know, granted, that's absolutely true. But I really think that what we, what most of us want is authenticity. What, we, what most of us desire are people in our lives and friendships in our lives who are really honest. Not that they're necessarily like abrupt, rude, harsh, curt. Maybe you do appreciate that. I don't know. But what I don't appreciate is people blowing smoke up my ass. Like there's nothing. I don't know anybody that does. Because <laughs> I see right through it. Yeah. Um, but that bothers me so much. And and I, when I see that, it immediately says to me, you have insecurity issues. Like there's something Ooh. going on with you that you don't feel powerful you enough in your own voice <clears throat> that it's easier for you to appease. It's easier for you to do what everybody else wants. It's easier for you to lie about your own personal truths than it is for you to actually stand up for yourself and actually have courage. And that's what it's about. It's not by standing up for yourself, you're becoming a dick. It's you're standing up for yourself with courage and in service of honoring yourself. And one of the things I think we forget all the time is that we're, you know, we talked about being intentional and what your uh, actual intention is when you're speaking to people and most of the time it's not one of malice you know if you're speaking your truth or telling somebody how you really feel about something it's usually not out of hurt like I want you to hurt I want you to feel pain sure it's usually out of like a genuine I see something better for you or but what do we do we keep our mouth shut right so I love this this quote by Ed Sheeran and it is I can't tell you the key to success but the key to failure is trying to please everyone and the reason why that's the key to failure is one you live your entire life for other people and two there's no way to win in that scenario because it is virtually fundamentally impossible to please everybody if you please your mom, then you can't please your coworkers. And if you can't please them, then you, you know, and then if you please your kids and you can't please your neighbors and then you can't, and it becomes a clusterfuck where you are ruled by 
all these other people's opinions and you you've totally lost sight of yourself because huh. you're doing this fucking dance what so, about uh, i'm sorry to interrupt but no, what about I, the karmic value of give and you shall receive and that kind of thing then how does that fit in like if you take like paying it forward right that's different being kind to somebody or like doing a nice gesture for somebody that's paying it forward but speaking your truth could be just as much a gift sure isn't that a bigger gift than just like pretending yes absolutely right yeah so good and and also i think there's a huge component to really taking care of yourself and i'm going to kind of go through um a handful of concepts for you just to kind of explore think about mull over and see how it lands with you um because there's there's a difference, all right? There's going to be times when you really need to stand up for yourself and it costs somebody else something. And that's when we usually get really, really tied up about it. Like where um, if I actually resign from this job to take care of me, there's going to be a lot of people who feel a burden about it. You know, and we get all tied up about that. Like, I can't do that to these people. Right, you know, right. but then you suffer, right? There's so sometimes in those situations there it's hard, but it's um it's really looking at making decisions in service of your life and knowing that what's your responsibility and what's not, you know? Right. That's good. So another huge component of that is a lot of times we will equate other people's approval of us as our self-worth. I mean, I see that constantly. Like, as long as all these other people are happy with me, happy with my choices, happy with my decisions, happy that I didn't say no to their invite or whatever it was, Uh then I must be a valuable sister, wife, friend, employee, fill in the blank. Right? Right, right. So here's a couple of things. If you know, okay, I'm a people pleaser. I want you to kind of take a listen to these handful of things and just see see how you feel about them and mull over and just ask yourself, where can I stretch? All right. So in defense of authenticity, know that saying what you mean and speaking your truth does not mean that you have to be an asshole. You can say what you mean with kindness and grace. And we've talked about this a little bit when we were talking about lying and like truths and things like that. And it's... Um, because I do think there's sometimes like you pick your battles, right? And sure. you don't like, for instance, I have a lot of different political views with my family. You know, we've talked about this. It is easier for me to not get involved in that, but I won't decline that um, where my silence is indicative of something I don't Agreeance. believe in. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Like if they're going off about something I don't believe in and I'm totally quiet, I don't feel right about that. Because I feel like my silence is just letting them think that I believe something. And I sure. that doesn't feel an integrity to me. So what I will say is, you know what? I actually don't see it that way. And I really, really don't want to continue this conversation. Or, you know what? I'll be honest. I find this conversation kind of offensive. So I'm going to politely excuse myself. Right. Like, what? Uh, that's not... You're, you're allowed to do that. Right. Where did we somehow think that we just have to acquiesce and do whatever anybody else thinks? Grow some balls. They're just louder than you. Right. That's all. And they don't have any weirdness about taking control of their own opinions. So you can do the same and you can cloak that in kindness and grace. You can, you know, like for myself, 
I am very outspoken about my opinions you? and how, and how yeah. I feel. <laughs> right? <laughs> Big surprise. Um, but I'm never a dick about it. You know, I'm never like, you're wrong then and you suck and you're awful and you're, you know, no, I will just say, here's my perspective and here's what I will and will not tolerate in my life because I love me. That's what it comes down to. It's I value who I am so much. So if you're out there and you're thinking like, holy shit, I would love to be that. I would love to love who I am. I would love to look in the mirror and be nice to myself. I would love to make a mistake and not bash myself like crazy. Do yourself a favor and start flexing your people-pleasing, your non-people-pleasing muscle. It's a stance for yourself. And, and, you know, I'll just throw out, throw this out. Like, this is what I do, you guys. This is my work. And I have a really, really intricate part of, um, I have like a 12-week process that I take my one-on-one clients through. And there's a whole section. I believe there's two weeks that's specifically about people-pleasing and letting Mm. go of other people's opinions of you and really defining and creating your self-worth outside of that, outside of other people's thoughts. Um, And it's new and it's scary as all shit, but the payoff is incredible. So if you're ever... Especially if you start to flex that muscle more and more, you know, start feeling better and better about... And it's easier and easier to be authentic and true. It's a conditioning, just like anything else. So if you're like a chronic people pleaser, guess what? You created that. So you can absolutely create something different. It's just about being intentional and focused. All that intention means is your focus. What what are you focused on? Do you want to change it? Then let's fucking do it. Right. I mean, it's absolutely possible. So if you're interested in that, if you if you've been listening and you're going, I need to change some of this shit. I need to not just like click off the podcast and go about doing the same behaviors over and over and over. I really need to change this. Yeah. Hit me up. If you go to the website and you click on work with me, you can find out all about my creating a badass life program. Um, it is. I, I don't think I've ever ended with somebody who who didn't cry about how. And I and I don't that's say great. that to be like, oh, look how that's amazing I am. Horn, right. But because that's why I'm here. I'm here to help people live lives of authenticity and self-love. Okay, God, I Yay. get so worked up about Getting that. Getting worked up. All right, where it. was I? You should see these this girl go right now. Oh, She's I get all so I get so hot and then I'm like, ah, I need to take clothes off. Like I guess. <laughs> that's why I turned the fan on. I'm She's I'm naked always right like, now, we gotta actually. turn the fan on because I'm going to sweat like crazy because this is in me. Yeah. Like I, I want that for you. For I sure. want that for you. And that's a pretty kick-ass program that you have. It's it. It's, it's, it's by awesome. far the most comprehensive. It's uh, and it's on. It's always going. And I just realized I never really share that with you guys. Um, and if you're in that, I mean, you can go and look at it, and you'll know very quickly if this is for you or not because it gives you a breakdown and and all of that stuff. So, um. Yeah, just click with work with me and and it's one on one. So we meet every single week and it's right. it for t- a minimum, you know, minimum 12 weeks. All right, all right, all right. So next thing I want you to kind of think about is worst things have happened than you not being available for whatever you are invited to. So if you don't want to go, don't fucking go. <laughs> this is one of the things that I find people have the hardest time with is saying no to something they're invited to. Being the yes person. Yeah. And I'm like, if you don't want to go, don't go. 
or or you feel like if you don't go it means something huge like you're sending this huge message right it's like you and if you make up an excuse a lot of people know people and, know and that's that's you know that's interesting you bring that up because i have for me it is a very important um kind of rule that i've established for myself that i will not lie i will just politely decline Right. So I, I won't give them a reason. I won't say, oh, you know what? I, I, I am actually going to a concert if I'm not. Yeah. My but, kids are sick. Uh, you don't have kids. Right. <laughs> but I will say <clears throat> I'm not going to be able to make it. Right. Very few people ask you why. But if they do, I'll say I actually have some things that I really want to take care of, which could be leisure, which could be me watching TV, washing my hair, doing my nails whatever if they keep prodding me which has never happened but if they did i would tell them the truth because i value my time yeah but it for me it's a personal challenge to never lie to never um make up a false excuse so i challenge you to do that too because because why because it's a way of putting pride and importance on what you want that whatever how you want to spend your time is important is valid, is just as valid as that invite. Right. So that's why it's an important muscle to flex. All right. Here's another big one. How you are received and perceived actually has no bearing on your self-worth. And I love that. I'm I'm sure you guys have seen these quotes floating around where like, what other people think of me is none of my business. It's really true. It's theirs to carry. Yeah. It's not yours. Right. Um, but we don't do that, do we? We think, I must be seen as this. I must be perceived as this. They must receive me with, like, oh, she's so amazing. Right? Right. So we allow a lot of our self-worth to be in other people's hands. Uh, no. All right, another one. Other people's opinion of, opinion of you doesn't have to be any of your concern. You simply have to decide that it's not your concern. And that's the big challenge. And that's where it's easy to say in a podcast and hard to actually apply in your life. Like That's a conditioning. And again, that's why I do this work that I do. Um, Another one. Approval from others gives you what exactly? So seriously, do a little soul searching here. What have you made it mean? What if it meant something else? What if it meant nothing? In fact, I I have a great metaphor about this. And it is that people's opinions of you, like let's say everybody loves you. That does not define your self-worth. Everybody hates you does not define your self-worth. So if we could think of this almost like a metaphor, like you are a house, right? This is my home. This is my house. I have all these different areas to my house. Now somebody can knock on the door and be like, here's a giant pile of shit. And then it's up to me. Am I willing to take that on? Am I going to allow that to define who I am? Uh, No. No. As I love to say, I'm currently not accepting any piles of shit. Thank you. (laughs) On the same token, though, if somebody were to leave a beautiful gift on my doorstep, I'm like, ooh, how awesome. I do want to take that in. I'm going to enjoy that. I'm going to relish it. Does it make my house a home? No. Does it make my house more valuable, more worthy, more? Nope. I make that choice, though, of Mm. what gets to come inside. Right, right. Based off of, is it healthy for me? Does it feel good to my spirit? 
that's my barometer. So you're at that point too. So for me, that's how I look at compliments. So if somebody compliments me, gives me amazing feedback, you know, my clients are so gracious and beautiful to me and I I will take that in and drink it in as a gift. But that doesn't define my self-worth. Right. That simply is a gift. It's a blessing. It makes me feel good. <clears throat> yeah, so that's con- true. Conversely, if somebody leaves me a nasty comment, thinks I'm full of shit, thinks I'm unprofessional because I cuss, blah, 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 then <laughs> that could very easily be something I take on as my self-worth. But I'm not interested in that. Does it sting? Sure, I'm a fucking human. It'll sting, yes. But I don't choose to let it go any further than that sting. I'm like, whoo, that hurt. Okay, I don't care. So I'm going to dismiss that and be done with it. And that has been over years of conditioning that. And really putting a name to that too. And using that metaphor and really looking at like, hmm, do I want to accept that person's pile of shit? Hmm, nope. That you can have things that are constructive, you know, criticisms and things like that that you bring in that help improve you, right? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it really is, that's depend. That's totally dependent on your scenarios, your situation. Right. Um, but I'm just talking about this general thought of, even if it was, even if it was constructive. So let's say like um, you are at work and you get a bunch of constructive criticism from your boss, right? That's just saying, hey, we need you to do this particular thing a little bit differently but what do we do as people we go i'm a horrible person i'm awful i'm a horrible employee or whatever but what we equate it to is i'm not worthy so Mm. we take this tiny little circumstance where somebody wasn't happy with our behavior or something and we make this huge grandiose assumption about who our character is And that's the collapse we need to not make. So if it is just constructive criticism, it is, here's some thoughts on things that could you could do better. Great. That has nothing to do with my character of who I am, my worthiness. Doesn't mean I'm less of a human. But that's usually the collapse that we make. Yeah, I'm pretty good at that, I think. Yeah? At making it mean you're awful? No, 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 no. The other way around. Like, not... Being able to use it as constructive criticism, you know, use it to improve myself and not really give it um, a name inside of myself, just that that's an improvement that, you know, my actions can have. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Cool. Uh, Living a life so invested in other people's thoughts and opinions leaves very little room for your personal power. Explain that one. So, for instance, it's, again, our focus, right? So let's say we are, um, let's say we're going to a family function. And I am so focused on pleasing my mom, my family, saying the right things, doing the right things. Guess what has no focus? What makes me happy? Mm. Being the woman I want to be getting connected to my character. Like, how do I want to handle myself? I always want to handle myself with kindness and grace. But I'm not attached to that. I'm attached to getting a specific response from somebody. Right. Yeah, if that's I, true. So there's no room to focus on your own betterment, you know, and who you are. 
Here's another huge concept. Remember that your children learn from your actions. <laughs> Why <you> look at me? <laughs> I'm just like, I was looking, it was like a mic drop moment. Oh, oh okay. So do you, want to, do you want them to see you as a parent who caves under obligations who, or who stands in personal power? Like what, really, I think that is a great equalizer for a lot of people to go, oh, yeah, I don't. I don't want my child to behave like that. That is an eye opener. I don't sure. want them to think they can't have a voice. I don't want them to think that speaking their truth means they're a dick. You know, like, come on. Um. So, and another another thing is the more that you let go of that whole concept of out there, like the more people uh, approve of me, the less people who don't approve of me. Um, the sooner you let go of out there, the more you have time to nurture and cultivate in here. And I'm Mm. like pointing to my heart right now. You have more time. And furthermore, you have more confidence that that matters. That it matters what you want. It matters what your dreams are. It matters what your thoughts are, your opinions, your desires. Um, And then you have time to actually make them a reality because they're worthy to you. They're worthwhile to you. Yeah. Another thing I think to to keep in mind too is when if you really let go of people pleasing you really have nothing to lose you know and you have potentially everything to gain because here's what I've noticed is if I handle myself with grace and kindness and I do uh, and I deliver my whatever I need to say kindly articulately and it's still ill received that has now become uh, an insight to me that that person might not be even a good fit for my life. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Because I'm not really in that place where I want to deal with people who can't converse on a normal, kind basis. For sure. You know, if I speak my truth and they <clears throat> make me wrong and they're combative and they want to fight, I'm like, Cool. Thank you for showing me that you're not right, right. You're not exactly who I want in my life. Yeah. So when you start standing up for yourself and you're nice about it, like I can't underscore that enough. Like you can be truthful, you can be honest, and you can do it in a way that's kind. Um then you get really clear on like, oh, you kind of only want me to do what you want or you start noticing how many selfish people are in your world. Right. And it really becomes very, very eye-opening. Right. Um, I'll tell you this right now. If they try to make you feel bad or guilt you, that's a huge, huge component of they are wanting you just to be a yes man and they want you to just cater to what they need and it's actually extremely manipulative manipulative yeah when people try to guilt you that is manipulation uh, and so i i love to always say oh yeah i really don't respond to guilt i'm not motivated by guilt <laughs> so you might have to try something else in fact i just left a conference because um they tried to kind of guilt us for why you know a large handful of us didn't buy the program they were selling and I was like, how dare you try to guilt me into a purchase? Right. And that's... That's pretty rough. That's been a huge piece of what I do too is I want people to say yes to whatever I have to offer because it feels like a yes to them. Right. Because there are a lot of avenues 
to learning how to not people please. There's a lot of avenues how to learn how to cultivate your personal power or, you know, learn how to say no. There's a lot of ways to do that. I, I just want more people to do it. So that was really problematic to me to motivate by guilt. That's manipulation. So keep an eye, keep an eye out for that. Um, so here's another kind of question to look at is what sort of people do you really want to attract into your life? So for instance, like myself, I don't have anybody in my life, I don't feel, who just um, people pleases all the time. Yeah, I don't think I can think of anyone that she, that is like that. Yeah, so so if you are that way, you might, you know, look around. Like, are you attracting a lot of friendships who are also doing the same thing? Well, we also teach people how to treat us. Absolutely. You know, so if we're constantly people-pleasing, then we will attract people that will take that, right? Yeah. Oh, they're willing to please. I'll hang out with them for sure, yeah. you know? Instead of being authentic and true and honest with yourself and with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love this quote. Um, and this is uh, Paulo Coelho said, when you say yes to others, make sure you are not saying no to yourself. That's a great um, like way to check in to see if it's uh, serving you. Right. Or, or serve, serving them. Right. As well as yourself, yeah. Right. This this whole like topic, I don't know why, but it feels like it comes off a little selfish to me. Right. And so here's my thoughts. We need to be way more fucking selfish than we are. And I think our society has created a huge, huge um, connotation around selfishness, that it means malice, that it means I wish it's you or me, like either I win or you win. Or um, that I'm, I'm doing this to hurt you. And I think sometimes at a really fundamental underlying level, it's about really valuing the person that you are. So um, uh, like do you have an example in mind of like, of like what feels selfish? Well, just like, you know, everything is about myself, myself, myself. And it's not really taking into consideration how other people might feel about that. Right. And that's where that's where it, it comes up. It comes into play how you handle yourself. Yes. Like how you deliver the information. Yeah. Um, but I totally hear you because I absolutely think that there can be a point where I call it when self-help goes bad. Yeah. Where you become so defiant almost about how important you are that it becomes it, it becomes uh, completely negligent about how your impact might land. I forget what the guy I think his name is Sebastian I can't remember but he's a self-help guy and he was saying like he took a bucket list and it's, and he said you know a normal bucket list is all about the person right it's all about me my bucket list. Right. He's like, but he's like, I'm, I reframe the whole thing to improve the lives around me. Mm. Right. So instead of saying, I am going to go to Australia, mm-hmm. you know, you, you say, I'm going to go to Australia to become a better person by going to cooking classes so I can come back and cook my family a meal mm-hmm. from Australia. You know, something like that. Right. Where it benefits your community. Because I think where self-help goes bad is it, 
it may help you, but it doesn't serve anything around you. Okay. So what I would say is I would be all for that as long as that guy, whoever this is, is um, fulfilled by being of service. Okay. Because that's that's where they both intersect. Right. Right? So, for instance, if he hated that or you know was didn't have a core value around being of service or something like that which is fine um then you're doing things based off of other people's opinion instead of personal fulfillment see i think that there's ways for it to all work you know like for instance um i do what i do because i have a huge value around impact and i want to create i want people to know what's possible for their life is does that affect them absolutely right but i wouldn't do it if it didn't also fulfill me sure because then what do you have martyrdom yes yes you have yes. only charity charitable behavior which right. is great as long as the charity fulfills you right okay do you know what i'm saying so yeah i, I just don't want it to come across as a uh a self-centeredness right it it, it has to serve everyone right no, it I mean, doesn't. Like, so for instance, let's say you are in a relationship that you're super unhappy with, right? Okay. And you know that in order to, let's even use a, a more extreme one. Let's say you're gay and you are in a heterosexual relationship and you know that in order to really truly live life for you on your own terms, you're going to have, there's going to be some damage. So what do you say in those situations? Well, you're going to hurt that person. So no, you need to stay in this relationship and deny who you are. Well, that's extreme. So let's go to the um, let's go to the one that you used about uh, declining the invitation to the party. Yep. So one person might say, "Yeah, but I could go and support that person and really benefit them, Mm -hmm. and that in turn serves me." Sure. Because I felt like I was a support to them. Right. Right. So I think that's where you do the soul searching and you go, is it is it better in sur- sur- service of me to um, to rest and relax? Like, is that what I really, really need? Like to stay home and recharge? Right. Gotcha. Or is it really better that I connect and I, I support them? So that's what I'm saying. I is see what you're saying now. It needs to always come back to your personal fulfillment. Right. Because here's the deal. When you get to your deathbed, you're not going to say, I'm glad I, I never knew who I was. I never did anything I wanted to do because I was so busy doing for others. And more, almost more importantly, it's like know, knowing yourself. Like, again, when you're so focused externally, you don't ever get to live richly inside. Yeah. You don't get to right. be you. It's true. I tell my clients that all the time. It's so true. Yeah. So I don't think there's anything selfish or anything um, wrong about living life on your terms. And then you can navigate each, each situation. And for me, that always looks at, that, that takes a lot of factors in, into, into account. Yeah. How do I need to behave in this set of circumstances so that I'm proud of who I am? Right. And ultimately, so that I am happy. Right, right. So don't be a liar. <laughs> don't be a liar. Don't be a fucking so liar. That, and that might even be the the real place to look is um, in your behaviors, in your actions, 
it's it's that perfect quote that we just read by Paulo Coelho is um, through your actions, through your decisions, through what you choose to say, are you sacrificing you? Mm-hmm. Are you saying no to who you are in some way? Right, right. From an integrity standpoint. That's the barometer. Up, it is. Mm-hmm. That's really the underlying thing. Am I putting myself <laughs> as less important by right. acquiescing and, and people pleasing? Don't be a fucking liar. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. So come hang out with me at thejoyjunkie.com. There's tons of freebies there for you. You can get ebooks and classes and all sorts of stuff. And um, as always, we love, love, love iTunes reviews. Thank you so much to those of you who have done that. Yes, and thank you. don't forget to swing by the page and let us know your would you rather and what your takeaways were from would this. Would <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Here's to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, out. Oh, and Merry oh. Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas, and we're out. And we're out.